spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Monday. Happy Monday. I'm going to read you some statistics. All right, then. I like it. And this is a place in the United States, and I want you to guess, okay, where it is. Okay. Police have been called to this particular area of the U.S. Uh, an average of eight incidents a day. There were at least 1,097 calls for emergency medical help. 573 fights or assaults, 236 incidents of trespassing, uh, 185 fires, 140 thefts, 125 armed robberies, 13 sexual assaults, four homicides. I know the U.S. is big. Let's think of where this could happen. It sounds to me like San Francisco. Portland, Seattle, L.A., maybe San Diego? Phoenix. Phoenix. That is downtown Phoenix, and that is all in the vicinity of the homeless encampment. Those numbers are shocking. Thousands of calls for emergency medical help. Hundreds of calls about fights and assaults. Trespassing. Sexual assault. Fires. Thefts. Armed robberies. Bullets flying, four homicides. This is downtown Phoenix. And I think that we're turning a blind eye to what is happening. Down Absolutely. There. Absolutely. Where's the mayor? Where's mayor, the mayor? Are you paying any attention mm-hmm. to this? Governor, I know that you're, you're, you're vetoing a lot of stuff and signing a lot of bills like. Uh, relatively new. You know, but uh, th- this was one of the things. You remember when, you know, her take on the, the homeless, uh, Weissman, Steve, what did she say? You might remember that? When they asked her about the homeless, yeah, we maybe have a plan for that. We'll get back to you on that. Like that was kind of a, you've got to have a better plan because this is not, Acceptable for no. human beings, A, to live like this. We're almost a, helping people on their way to death and misery. That's what we're doing. We're helping people on their way to death and misery, mm. and we're okay with it. And at the same time, we're allowing people who are trying to live a normal life, own businesses, and work down in an area, be assaulted, be absolutely grossed out, and, and potentially threatened on a daily basis. So we're talking about uh, the, the homeless encampment downtown Phoenix. Most of these people are suffering from mental illness or substance abuse. Yes. Okay? Now, there's a lot of other homeless people around the valley some are elderly and couldn't pay their rent and they're on the streets that's horrific there's a family that might be living in their car that's horrific we've talked to some people who just live in a hotel yeah uh and that's their home okay what we're talking about is really it's drugs and it's mental illness in this particular part of downtown phoenix and the new york times has done this what a detailed report of what is exactly happening down there listen to this more than 1250 homeless people have died in maricopa county in the last two years hundreds from drug overdoses or heat exposure and there are businesses right around this particular part of the of, of phoenix yeah and the article goes into depth about a man named joe and his wife and they own this uh, this uh, sandwich shop and part of the article says 
He parks on the street every day, lined with dozens and dozens of tents. Uh, A young woman's lined in the middle of the street. A man is muttering to himself. There's another guy that's urinating on his uh, front door. Uh, he found exactly what you want at a home, by the way, when you go to get sandwiches. Right. It's oh, that's as unappetizing as anything I've ever heard of in my life. How do you how do you give how do you make people? And he's been doing this for 40 years. This place has been around for a long time. It's, Joe, in the article, he gets up every day. He goes and does the same thing every day. It's just impossible. He's got his mace. He's walking from his car to his to his place of work. <sighs> his wife wants to leave and sell it. They can't sell it for anything. Okay, some people are calling it an outdoor mental asylum. I have an honest question. Do we have uh, these facilities anymore where we house people who are mentally ill and we try and we don't we don't have any of those facilities. And and we'll go How back. Do you not have that. So what are we just leave, leaving people on the street? I think people want to see the constitutionality because California's getting ready to roll out one uh, where you know Gavin Newsom's talking about having almost like a well, I mean somebody described it this weekend as an old fashioned mental institution, right? Right. Where and and on the other side of it, New York's already tried to do this. We're just going to start taking people off the street that we think are are harm to themselves and other people, potentially dangerous on drugs and. There, I think the constitutionality is going to be tested on whether or not we can do this. But that being said, we don't need to make it easier for them to commit uh, to kill themselves and to do all the drugs they want to do. Needles everywhere. I mean, the police, you know, you, you, how overwhelmed. Many, yeah, overwhelmed. I mean, you might as well put a, a paramedic there and a, a couple police officers for the amount of chaos that goes on down there. And it's unchecked. And people are trying to work. Yeah. They're trying to live a yeah. normal life. And this is the gauntlet they have to pass through every day because cities now, apparently, big cities across the country are welcoming this insanity. At 4.30, we're going to talk to someone who is right downtown in the middle of this, watching what's happening. Make sure you're here at 4.30. All right. President Trump going to jail tomorrow with a question mark at the end. That's what I'm asking. Uh, He over the weekend tweeted out that he believes he's going to be arrested on Tuesday. Today was the last interview uh, for the special, I mean, for the jury that they had to interview somebody, the grand jury. What's he going to jail for? Uh, Supposedly hush money. It's actually not even hush money. Hush money, again, it's not illegal. It is campaign violations. Did the hush money come from the campaign? Yes. Okay. But that here's may the be thing. illegal, but I'm not sure. It, it, but it was legal expenses to a guy who was handling that. So okay. they might say. Just to take a quick step back. Yeah. This is, this is Donald Trump. And Stormy. Giving hush money to Stormy Daniels, yeah. who is or was a star in pornographic films. Yes. Okay. So after all these years, because we found out about it. And so is the deal, he paid the money out of his campaign. And does that mean like. Let's say, let's say, you know, Steve over here was going to give, uh, you know, Mike over here was going to give uh, Trump 50 bucks. Did his 50 to, to run for president? Did his 50 bucks go to the hush money? That's what they're saying. Okay. So is that legal or illegal? That is, in theory, it's illegal unless okay. you've put it down in a certain way, right? Now, here's the thing. Uh-huh. The feds already looked at this and they said, yeah, we're not touching this case. There's nothing we can do about it. But it is the state of New York that's coming after him. It is a misdemeanor at best. And now they're trying to stretch it to a felony, which the chances of that happening are probably slim to none on a legal 
technical legal thing that they have never tried before ever. Okay, so, it's so not- this looks like uh, so people were saying it looks like a witch hunt. They're going after Trump. New York doesn't like Trump, even that's where he's from. Uh, and the left side of the aisle is just trying to nail him for something. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Okay, and the guy that that uh, Alvin Bragg, who's the DA there, ran on I'm going to put Trump in jail. And people are looking at him going, why'd you wait a year and a half to try to do this? So in all seriousness, Trump could end up running for president after being indicted on something? Yes. So he's got a criminal record. Well, not a criminal record. He's never convicted. Okay. So, but he can still run for president. Absolutely. Even if, yeah. Yeah. So he can still run for president. Do you think it's going to help him? Uh, I think there's a chance it could. I think there's absolutely a chance. I think it will spur donations. Play the martyr. Play the martyr, which is, you know, what they love. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what they do. Yeah. I, I think. Because uh, he loves to do that. He yeah. loves to play the victim. Yeah. So I think there's a. And on top of that, it also puts his direct competition mm. uh, in, in the primaries. If DeSantis jumps in in a position where he would have to essentially be okay with him being extradited to New York if he doesn't go to New York. From Florida to New York. And he would have to be okay with that, to sign off on it, essentially. Yeah. Do I think he should go to jail? No. No. Do I think he's gross? Yeah. Yeah. I think he cheated on his... Everybody in politics is gross. I get it. Clinton was disgusting. JFK was gross, too. You know? But if you're cheating on your wife with a porn star, that puts you near the top. Well, sorry, Clinton's probably at the top. But it's still gross. Clint had more uh, out of game. Ugh. Uh, I just think it's. It, it, I don't know if it's if it if it, if he deserves to go to jail for it. It doesn't sound like he deserves to go to jail for it. Uh, but it's just boy, is he gross? Well, if you're trying to make up a law or try to squeeze something in that's never been done before because you want him bad right. politically, that looks desperate and stupid. All right, subscribe to the Gatos and Chad Show podcast. It's awesome! Right now, iPhone, Android, don't miss the show. Never. It's all brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Go to carolhasthebuyers.com. Carolhasthebuyers.com. All right, coming up next, what is life? Like without water in one part of Arizona. We'll talk about it coming up next. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, go to KTAR.com. Take the Gatos Big Q poll question of the day. I was on with Broomhead today. It made him giggle. You know, that's really all I go for. Uh... Al McCoy has announced that this will be his last season as the voice of the Suns. Uh, here's the cue says, uh, I think, A, he's the best play-by-play man in Arizona sports history. B, Suns better win this year for Al. Or C, he deserves a rest after 51 seasons. Uh, the number one answer with 50%, he's the best play-by-play man in Arizona sports history. We've had a lot of great ones in Arizona sports history. I think he's the best. I think if you do it for 50 years... You're the best. You you've you've earned that title. You like uh, they like what you're doing, and they kept you around. That's what <laughs> yeah. we're saying. Yeah. Uh, and we had Al McCoy on last week, and you can always check it out on our podcast. He had a lot of fun with us, and uh, and I've said it too. Listen, it's impossible to replace a legend like Al McCoy, but I want to see John Bloom get this. Game. Yeah, goodbye, I like John. And you know what? It's uh, nobody ever wants to be the guy after the guy, right? I think Bloom does. I think Bloom does. Well, and, you and gotta, you want to have someone who has got who's a who's a fan, 
who loves the Suns. And I'll even tell you this, John, John Bloom and I, we went to college together. The first time I met him, this is like 25, 30 years ago. First time I met him, you know, we're talking, we're in, we're, we're just starting out at this little radio station, at a college radio station. And I asked him, what do you want to do? Because, you know, everybody's trying to figure this stuff out. This is what he told me 30 years ago. I want to be the Suns play-by-play guy. Yeah. That's pretty awesome if you that can get That is pretty awesome. You pre- and, that. you know, the other thing, and, and uh, I think... You know, national, you're not tied to a team. You know, you see these guys that do shows for every, but here you need somebody who is as much in love with the city and that it's not a fly by night voice that's going to be here and then gone. And I think that's just, that's, that's what separates all these great announcers we talked to. Vince Scully, Chick Hearn, mm-hmm. uh, Al McCoy. Absolutely. They're synonymous with the name, the teams that they call and the cities in which they yeah. call them. Greg Schulte's done the Diamondbacks Absolutely. since day one. He's right. Isn't this his last year, if I'm correct? It is. Yeah. It, I think he's going to do home games this year. So uh, Dave Pash has done the Cardinals for, I don't even know for how long. Yeah. It's been, it's been a long time. So uh, check out the Gatos uh, Q. It is at KTAR.com. Uh, pretty interesting. You know, we were one of the first to talk about, you know, how Scottsdale turned the water off on that community and how they're dealing with it. And there's kind of an update, not on... The situation of how to fix it, right? Rio Verde, we're talking about. Because that battle's still going on, battle, and the courts being is, yeah. is involved, and who knows when this is going to get done. Right. But what is it like there? It's like, it's been three months now. So there's this one couple, Wendy and Vance, they've got a home there. Uh, when they bought it, they said it's, it's like a slice of paradise. Until the water was cut off. Then it's not. It's like a slice of hell. It is. And it's only going to get warmer. It's going to be brutally hot this summer. And for them to have no water. So think about it. They've got a $600,000 home and no water. And not because there's no water. They didn't pay their bills or something broke. No water because somebody's like, yeah, we're not giving you guys water anymore. So for three months, that's how they're living, living. Think about how you would you would do if there was no water in your house. Uh, you're eating on uh, paper plates every day. You will take a lightning quick shower every maybe three days. We're also going to collect rainwater to flush the toilets. So think about it. Becky Lynn's been talking about it. it's going to rain tonight or tomorrow. How many buckets do they have outside? Honest to God, I have no idea. They have, they have like massive buckets outside to, to, to collect the rainwater. Now you that can pay, no way. right? You can pay extra to have water shipped in. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, is what I heard. Uh, but that costs a little bit more money. But, you know, you bought a $600,000 home. I guess if you have to pay a little bit more, oh. uh, it, it sucks. But why is this taking still so long? Because remember, there was a big hype about it. Then it went away. Then it came back, and they thought they had some sort of deal. Then that deal was killed, and it was in court. And now it's just Sounds like hush. politics to me. Yeah. There's no question about yeah. it. Oh, there's politics. When isn't politics involved? The Maricopa in County Board is trying to figure something out with the Arizona legislature. And then you've got the city of Scottsdale and the mayor out there who shut the water off. Yeah. But, I, I and the funny thing is, the more that you read and the more that I see, it's like, well, you know, Scottsdale had every right to do this, and it, it's not all their fault, and Maricopa has some some part in this as well. I think the hotter it gets, the quicker this deal is going to get done. Oh, absolutely. You can't let them go an entire summer no. with no water. You think it'll drive people to the gym, and you're like, God, I better go work out, because at least I could take a shower. Yes, there. absolutely. So, so maybe this they, is a way to get people fit. Oh, jeez. <laughs> only you would say that. I'm looking for the positive, is all I'm saying. Uh, K 
KTAR's Paw Picks. Chad, you like this. You, you know enter- it's your favorite thing in the world. You enter- I know that. Enter to win 100 bucks. Amazon gift card. Send your photo of your uh, pet to uh, KTAR.com slash contest. That sounds like a ton of fun. <laughs> Coming up next, holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn is going to read the news. We're going to kind of, you know, we're going to bust in. We're going we're gonna to react. We're going to interrupt to the day stop stories next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. It's 3.30. And you know what that means. It's time for us to hold up the headlines. With those headlines, here's Becky Lynn. Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas will be visiting Arizona and the Texas border this week as part of a two-day trip. How do you really feel? Tomorrow, Secretary Mayorkas will arrive at the davis Monthan Air Force Base in Tucson. He'll go to Nogales. The mayor posts a port of entry with Governor Hobbs before heading to Texas on Wednesday for a private meeting. Now, the mayor of Nogales is hoping to meet with Secretary Mayorkas during his visit tomorrow. Nogales Mayor Jorge Maldonado tells me stopping drugs from coming in through the port of entry that Mallorca's will visit tomorrow is a bigger problem than illegal border crossings. He's asking for more technology to help CBP officers. If they could be supported with bigger and better machineries, x-rays and stuff like that to prevent it from coming, I think it'd be the great thing uh, for the whole country. He'd also like to see more federal assistance to help speed up the inspection process for trucks carrying fresh produce and industrial manufacturing materials. Rizal, the Satino KTAR News. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. I don't see to visit our friend in Yuma. You know what's going to be interesting? Is he going to be with that police chief was uh, that, that says that when he takes a walk at the border, <laughs> all he sees is rainbows, puppy dogs, unicorns, and butterflies? He was a sheriff on part of the border, but I don't remember which part. Yeah. Which, but you've Santa got, Cruz County. Santa okay. Cruz County. But you've got Mayorkas come, going to Nogales, and he's not going to meet with the mayor? Who are you going to meet with? Who else knows more about what's going on? <laughs> These guys are just unbelievable. Why are you coming then? You know, he picks who he wants to meet. Remember Mayorkas came and didn't even, uh, Ducey wasn't even at the meeting. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. It's like, who are you meeting And he's going to have a private meeting here? in El Paso. He's going to pick and choose the path of least, resi- uh, uh, you know, least resistance and yeah. then go and say, I was at the border recently and I've been told by the people who think it's fine, it's fine. He's worthless. The one good part is that the policies of Biden, the one policy that he's done in his entire presidency has actually started to work at the border. So that's the good news. But Mayorkas is a zero. We're holding up the headlines. With fentanyl-related deaths up 5,000% from 2015, the Maricopa County Attorney's Office is making sure parents know how deadly it is. County Attorney Rachel Mitchell explains her office is hosting several forums featuring expert panels to educate parents. We've even seen the price drop from about $3 to $8 a pill. Now we're down to $1 to $5 a pill. So this is very easy to get a hold of. And the way it's typically advertised is on social media. Next forum, 6 p.m. tomorrow at McClintock High School in Tempe. Beyond deadly and China, you've got a part to play in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mexico. We've, we've got a part to play in it because we do have uh, too many people that are, you know, on the drug, as the kids would say. I'm in here to say drugs won. We need to come up with a new strategy. But for the love of God, China and Mexico, you're a huge part of this. You know, we should have these type of forums in front of kids. 
these, you know, you want to put a forum in front of parents? I get it. But at schools, they should have an entire assembly and it should be, they should have guest speakers and they should show you what happens if you take a pill. Show you what happens. Yeah, Not like so and so died. You think you're taking a, a pill and it's Xanax and you feel like it's going to relax you, but it's laced with fentanyl and you don't know it and you're dead. And we need to tell kids that. And I think they should do There's that. There's no do over in dead. Holding up the headlines every day at 3.30. Becky Lynn reads the news and we uh, give our uh, brilliant uh, opinions on, on what she's talking about. Gay T.A.R. Eyes on the economy. She's giggling. Everything seems <laughs> like it's Why getting not? more expensive. And if you live no here in stuff. Phoenix, you might soon be paying more for Arizona's most valuable commodity. Water. KTAR's Colton Krolak, live in the News Center now with more. The Phoenix Water Services Department is proposing a series of water rate heights that would start in October. Troy Hayes with the department says the reason why is something Arizonans are quite familiar with by now. Just inflationary impacts that the utilities are experiencing. And it's similar to the impacts that people are feeling at other places. You know, have increase in our chemical costs. We have increase in our electrical costs, personnel costs. Your water bill would go up about 6.5% both in October and next March, along with a 13% increase in March of 2025. Live in the News Center, Colton Krolak, KTAR News. So energy prices are going up through the roof, and now water prices are going through the roof. We're just knocking it out the park, man. Every time we turn around, it's a nickel here, a nickel there, becomes a dollar here, a dollar there, death by a thousand cuts. Six highest gas prices in America, second highest inflation rate in America. But in this water thing, from what I understand, if you can serve, you'll be okay. Or they'll give you a deal. Or they'll say, okay, your bill is a little bit lower. I don't know what your idea is conserving water is. I don't know. Am I going to have to now take a one-minute shower? Yes. I don't no, want. And they're going to probably want to come in and put something on your water thing that, that oh, tells you. Flow. Oh, reg- oh, like low a low flow. flow. Like a re- yes. And you know what? No, no you're not coming to no. my house to do any of that stuff. No, there's no way. You're not, uh, you're not coming in. You're not coming in. Now, now we're fighting. <laughs> no. <laughs> Now we're fighting. We're holding up the headlights. Well, today's the first day of spring. Doesn't it look like it outside? (laughs) Although it does not officially. Well, it has now officially arrived. Sorry, it was at 2.24 this afternoon was our official spring arrival time. Old man winter, those uh, working overtime. The high country expecting snow from now into the weekend. Paige Swenson from the National Weather Service says parts of the high country could see more than a foot of new snow tomorrow into Wednesday. Once we get into that Tuesday, Wednesday period, that is when we're going to start to see some of the heavier precipitation. So traveling along the 17th or the 40 will not be advised. Flagstaff's seen 144 inches of snow this winter season, 54 inches above average. It's weird. Like, last summer was mild. It was not... I mean, it's incredible that... You know, we, yeah, it was in the hundreds, but still wasn't nearly as bad as it usually is. And then this winter is as wet as ever. I ask, you know, from Flagstaff to Prescott to Sedona to Phoenix, it has been a very, very wet winter. And we need the rain. We absolutely do. I was looking around the West and some of the pictures of three months ago in some of these places where there was very little left in lakes. And now some of these lakes are at almost full capacity again. We absolutely need it. Thank you, Old Man Wetter, which is which is really Old Man Winter? Really? Old, old Man Winter. Old Man? I, I thought it was Mother we call Nature. It Mother Nature. Yeah. We don't call her the old broad. I'm just saying. Well, what would be better than Old Man Winter? You come up with something and we'll go with that. How about just winter? All right, holding up the headlines. That's what we call it every day at 3.30. Becky Lynn reads the news. We interrupt and react to the day's top stories. It's all brought to you by Carol has the buyers.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Up next, will, uh, will we dump education and just start relying on AI to think for us? Next. 
Gatos and Chad Show. AI is going to fix everything, Gatos. No, it's not. It is. It's going to make us stupider. <laughs> it's going to make us more stupider. And it's going to make us more dumber. Uh, yeah, well, now they're working on cancer. Could they be solving cancer? Could they give you cancer treatments that is going to affect your body in a way that will help increase your chances of survival? Yeah, it's coming. It is coming. So AI, uh, we've been talking about this for the last few weeks and the things that they've come up with. And they're even outdoing themselves every, like, three weeks. Yeah. Um, what people are saying is this is as big as when we first uh, invented the Internet. Mm-hmm. It is. It's this fire. Is it we, is the wheel. The wheel. This is changing everything. The The latest is they did a massive study. Mm. And with almost perfect, 80%. Uh, they predicted how long somebody's survival rate was going to be, how good it was, and they've been using this for a while. They've been tracking this, and it's only getting better because they're just starting to unleash how amazing this is going to be. Uh, but not only for – there's a thing called – I think it's called Moore's Law, which is every 18 months, uh, technology should double. It's not that now. They're thinking at the rate we're going, it's every few months some of this stuff is going to double, especially when it comes to AI. Because remember, it's a sponge and it's learning stuff. But the scary thing is what's it going to do for businesses and jobs? Businesses that adapt are going to be absolutely killing it. People who struggle with it and are afraid of it, you're going to be left behind so fast. Yeah, because I read things about AI that said this will change the world for the better. Yeah. I read things about AI that says it's even it's even bigger than electricity or the Internet. It's that kind of big. And then I read stuff that says it's going to upend the world because you always have the doomsday well, yeah, folks out there. Now, the guy, one of the guys who's been the lead at uh, OpenAI, which is the Microsoft, uh, that's the big thing that came out with ChatGPT. He said, look, you guys should be excited. We're a little scared by this, but also the Everything that we know about business may change within the next 24 months. Mm. Just could be completely upended everywhere. And this guy uh, in England who is a coder said, I would charge $6,000 for this job that they asked him to do. That is for a two-week period to code. He's a landscape architect. Two weeks, I pay you six grand. Yep. Uh, AI did it in three hours for 11 cents. Gosh. He goes, how does this not put me out of business? You're missing the point. Now, if you come up with a way to use this right, you're going to find that you can do multiple jobs at once and there'll be new avenues for you. But it's finding what those jobs are and figuring out how to use it for yourself that is going to be an issue. Can AI get us off our dependency on China? Yes, and here's something about China, which you guys don't know. China is not just kind of behind when it comes to AI. They're so far behind. It is crazy. Good. Think about the military aspect of what's going to happen here with AI as well and how that's going to be a helper. But China is very, very far behind. The issue with China is we like cheap goods. Uh, I see this on uh, social media. Give me one reason how AI will change my life. So for an everyday person. How, give, do you have one example? If you're a plumber, okay, you know, going in every day is going to be, you know, the same. You know, obviously you're not, but they're going to help design better things, and it's also going to help you with your leads. 
you're going to be able to get leads in a much better way. And if you play this right, it is going to help you tremendously. If you're a teacher... Uh, teachers, I, I talked to two teachers uh, in in California. Kid, guys, I've grown up with. They said, "Dude, AI does my. They do my work almost on a daily basis. When it comes to my my plan, it has made my life. It has freed up sixty percent of my life, and it's incredible." Is it going to make us stop thinking? That's what it sounds like. Uh, for some people, it. for some people, it might make them stop thinking. But Google has already started to do that. That's one yeah. of the things that people talk about. They think they're smarter than they really are when they're just asking something else to give them a answer to a question that somebody asked. Isn't yeah. AI just going to be the world's fastest Googler, though? Uh, it's going to get its information no. from Google well, because it's pull we from everywhere. Well. Google sends you every on the line. So, it's, but essentially, just looking from information that's online. So, if you feed inaccurate information online, whether it be a website or what have you, that bot is not going to know necessarily how to discern what's real and what's fake. Well, and that's getting better. But here's the thing: like you talk about that, the difference is, is Google will give me a stat answer, and they'll add, they'll give me twelve different things. Here, if I need to to rake leaves. This thing will go, what kind of leaves do you have? Let me tell you what the best rake is to buy. Here are the places around here who have this. If, if it's winter, though, you should get this kind of rake, where they're just going to give me a few different things. Plus, there's no interaction there. And the scary thing is, and, I, and this is the scariest of all the things, but exciting, they now believe they have a supercomputer that they've created with AI that is actually as powerful as a brain. Oof. Which is the fear factor is these things were never supposed to be as powerful as brains. Well, we keep our eye on it. Over the weekend, did we see one of the all-time great performances of all time? Taylor Swift came. No, oh, I thought you were talking about Fairleigh Dickinson. Friday, that was awesome too in the NCAA <laughs> tournament. Friday, a 44-set uh, appearance, songs, right? Songs, and yeah. then she did it again Saturday. So my wife, our son, daughter went on Friday, said it was the best concert they'd ever been to and the worst parking that they've ever seen in their life. By the way, when they got out of the concert, they still might be in line and a half. They did not move. Not a single inch did they not. They didn't move at all for an hour and a half. They sat in their car with it on for an hour and a half. But this was something that was who who plays 44, who sings 44 songs in three hours? The probably the only person you think like somebody like uh, Bruce Who Springsteen. Who has forty four songs? Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, right. He's famous for his four hour things, and he is okay. ninety three. So he's coming to the valley too. So, but but you know what? Uh, she she gave everybody their money's worth. I mean, for all the complaining about how expensive it was and mm. Ticketmaster and stuff, you got your money's worth. And the stage setup. I saw the portion somebody had posted where she looks like she jumps in the water and swims. She's it's on stage cool. and dives, and no one knows where she where yeah. she went. But you hear this water over the speakers and stuff uh, and that was part of just you know 44 songs though, 44 man. songs the place was so electric my wife was saying people she's just got everybody in the palm of her hand she's that good and she did it first here in Arizona that's right two shows yeah alright coming up next is downtown Phoenix turned into the worst parts of San Francisco next 